Hello everyone, this is Maz. As we enter the festive season and the end of 2023 years, I wanted to take a moment to reflect on the year that has been. First, let's kick off with some basic numbers. In 2023, we had the privilege of releasing 26 conversations, which total about 35 hours of content. In early September, we also crossed the huge milestone of 100,000 downloads. Incredibly, the show is listened to in more than 150 countries worldwide, which absolutely blows my mind. The top 10 countries, which unsurprisingly total about 80% of all downloads, are Australia, the US, the UK, Germany, Canada, Sweden, France, Norway, the Netherlands, and New Zealand. However, the show also has listeners in places like Kenya, Kyrgyzstan, Zambia, Sri Lanka, Armenia, Togo, the Maldives, Burkina Faso, Djibouti, and Aruba, among many other places. When I sat out on this adventure, I never expected the show to have such a wide and diverse audience. I am very grateful for every one of those listeners. As for the actual episodes, we kicked the year off with a discussion with Professor Greg Barton about radicalization, extremism, and terrorism in episode 81. Professor Barton returned to the show just recently in episode 105, where we focused on similar topics but concerning the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas. In episode 82, we heard from the incredible Dr. Sami Puri, who has dedicated his career to understanding the impacts empires of the past have had on today's state of geopolitics. When viewed through the lens of past empires, the ongoing tussles between aspiring emperors, czars, sultans and kings become much easier to see and understand. We then welcomed Amos Fox, a US Army academic, with whom we explored the complexities of maneuver warfare and the illusions of precision in targeting, which Amos rightly coined the precision paradox. For those of us who've grown up on the idea that maneuver warfare is the be-all and end-all of warfighting, this episode is a must. We followed this discussion with an exploration of the climate change hyperthreat with Dr. Liz Bolton. Apart from providing an insight into the complexity of the climate change problem, Liz also shared her Plan E, which, if followed, could induce a hyper-response to this hyperthreat. In episode 86, we welcomed the celebrated, although also controversial, Professor Christopher Coyne, whose book about the perils of American interventionism spells out a vastly different story about the hegemon's true intentions than the one we hear in our day-to-day discourse. This episode was followed by a discussion with my good friend Robert Hartley about his incredible, or maybe insane, experiences in Afghanistan, as well as his battle with PTSD and subsequent treatment with ketamine. If you haven't listened to this episode, I highly recommend it, as it touches on the many unspoken aspects of war, including its ethics, trauma, as well as life after service. After that, we heard from the best-selling author Will Storr and his book Status Game on human life and how to play it. If you think you don't compete for status with others, or that you remain immune to their attacks on your status, have a listen to this episode. I assure you that your mind will be changed. In episode 89, we heard from Australia's longest-serving diplomat to countries of the Middle East, Ambassador Bob Bowker. As someone who has spent five decades focused on the region, Bob's understanding of geopolitical machinations, dilemmas of competing interests, and the suffering of the innocent is unparalleled. Given the perpetual troubles in the region, such conversations are critical to help us understand the various stakeholders shaping its destiny. Along the same lines, we then heard from the globally renowned scholar Dr. David Kilcullen, whose ability to link macro-level geostrategic narratives with day-to-day events is second to none. If you want to understand how the big picture explains smaller events in faraway places, then this episode is a must. This discussion was followed by a deeply personal and insightful exploration 
of those most affected by the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the people of the contested Donbass region. For this, we spoke with Dr. Greta Erling, whose fieldwork in the region resulted in an incredible book exploring how the conflict that started in 2014 has reconfigured social worlds and how these worlds became the site of a different, everyday kind of war. This is a nuanced discussion about the realities of innocents who are always most affected by war, any war. In episode 92, we heard from Hassan Aygun, a prominent Turkish security analyst and commentator about the country's recent elections and the accompanying threats to its democracy. Given President Erdogan's aspirations for dominance across the region, we ought to pay attention to what happens in Turkey. Next, we heard from Dr. Neil Greenberg, an esteemed clinical and academic psychiatrist based at King's College London. Apart from his extensive experience treating Afghanistan and Iraq veterans, Dr. Greenberg was also pivotal in the trial of Royal Marine Sergeant Alexander Blackman, which was a high-profile case concerning the killing of an injured Afghan insurgent. This is an important discussion that helps unmask some of the hidden forces of war that have a direct impact on our moral compass, which is a topic still absent in many of our discussions of alleged transgressions by Western soldiers. As I've argued time and time again on this podcast, we do ourselves a disservice, let alone our soldiers accused of wrongdoings, by not paying attention to the degrading effect war has on our morality. Ultimately, when we discard those who've allegedly transgressed as a few bad apples, we deny them the very same humanity we accuse them of denying their alleged victims. This will hurt us in the long run. Next, we welcome back a semi-regular guest on the show, Dr. Mike Martin, to discuss Prigozhin's mutiny and its impact on Putin's hold on power. As usual, this conversation with Dr. Mike brought about many unexpected insights and, as always, ventured into the impact of this single event on the global chess game. In episode 95, we changed tack and looked at Nazi propaganda and the indoctrination efforts of the German youth. To do this, we spoke with Heidi Langbein Allen, whose father served in the Hitler Youth and later in the army. This is an important discussion that sheds light on how the information we consume, consciously or not, shapes our worldview and therefore our behaviour. Importantly, as becomes obvious during this conversation, none of us are immune from this influence. In episode 96, we welcomed Lieutenant Colonel Kevin Cutright from West Point, whose book The Empathetic Soldier explores how developing empathy within our warfighters and national leaders can have a disproportionately positive impact on the success of military campaigns. As someone who has taught the importance of empathy to Australian Army Specialist Intelligence Collectors, I could not agree more wholly with Kevin's overall message and intent behind this research. Although I'm biased, this is an episode I recommend to anyone seeking to understand how we can improve our operational effectiveness. Going along a similar thread, in the next episode we welcome Yusuf Sadiq, an Afghan Special Forces Commander whose book 5,000 Days of War details his journey from serving as a Coalition Forces Interpreter to commanding a squadron in the ultra-secret unit, Task Force 241. Yusuf provides an account of the war in Afghanistan and its aftermath through the eyes of a local. This is a raw account and touches on subjects we in the West would consider troubling and morally perilous. For that reason, we ought to listen to what Yusuf has to say, because his portrayal of the war in Afghanistan is unvarnished and void of any political correctness we have become so accustomed to. In episode 98, we further explored moral dimensions of war with Dr. Jonathan French Flint, whose research advocates for the inclusion of ethical considerations in strategic planning for conflict. We had a lively and spirited discussion about the ethical conundrums of wars of choice, tensions between interests and values, as well as how appropriate resourcing can help ensure ethical conduct in war. For those interested in the big picture strategy of war, this one would be of interest. In episode 99, we welcome Vlad Sakovich, a Russian peace activist speaking to us from Moscow. 
We explored the risks faced by anyone speaking up against the Russian invasion of Ukraine, narrative control in Russia, as well as complexities associated with any anti-war activism in the country. This episode seeks to challenge the simplistic and naive all Russians are bad narrative, and seeks to give some nuance to the black and white dichotomy so often heard in our mainstream discussions. In episode 100, we welcome back Carl Miller, a leading expert in the ethics of artificial intelligence, to chart us through the complex landscape of AI governance and ethics. Carl also shared inspiring stories of AI's potential for social good, making this a must-listen for anyone interested in the future of this technology and its impact on society. Episode 101 with Professor Rashid Halidi, author of the groundbreaking book 100 Years' War on Palestine, A History of Settler Colonialism and Resistance, was released on the 8th of October. Although recorded a week prior on the 29th of September, it proved to be extremely timely, given the October 7th Hamas atrocities that set off the ongoing madness in the Middle East. Professor Halidi is one of the most respected Palestinian voices, and this episode provides a deep dive into the historical grievances that motivate this conflict. If you want to understand the Palestinian side in depth, then this episode is a must. Unsurprisingly, this episode also marked a broader pivot towards the war between Israel and Hamas, and we next welcomed Chris Gunnis, the former spokesman for UNRWA, whose intimate knowledge of Gaza and its people provided a nuanced insight into the human aspects of this war. Chris also provided insights into the humanization on both sides that made grave atrocities palatable. We continued exploring the humanization in episode 103 with the renowned scholar on the subject, Dr. David Livingston Smith. As a descendant of Holocaust survivors himself, David's professional career has been motivated by a desire to understand how everyday mums and dads can turn into genocidal killers. We explored the process of dehumanization and how it manifests in media and general discourse. And given the growing global division over the Israel-Hamas war, this is one not to be missed. Again, none of us are immune from the influence of our information diet. As the conflict threatened to expand into Lebanon and beyond, we spoke with Nadim Shadi, a prominent Lebanese security analyst and public figure. If you haven't listened to this episode yet, I highly recommend it, as Nadim is one of those rare speakers who can explain how local events relate to global machinations between superpowers. And he does this not only in relation to Lebanon, but to the entire region and beyond. In episode 105, we return to Professor Greg Barton, as mentioned right at the start, before reconnecting with Jason Pack in episode 106, our last interview for the year. Jason, who is a recognized expert on the Middle East, discussed how the ongoing war in Gaza remains a manifestation of the ongoing global disorder. Importantly, unlike most other pundits on the conflict, Jason discussed the credible pathway to peace and advocated for Qatar to take on a leading role. While some might disagree with this view, it is certainly worthy of our consideration especially given Jason's nuanced understanding of the region's dynamics and relationships. Given the ongoing tragedy in Gaza, my focus will undoubtedly remain on inviting credible and authoritative voices to share their views on the plight of civilians affected by this ongoing insanity. However, I first need to take a few weeks to rest and recoup. And to now also make this public, apart from hosting and producing the podcast, I have of late been focused on my transition out of the army back into the civilian world. Although this move might come as a surprise to some, my exit and retirement from the uniform have been a long time coming. In due course, and when I'm ready, I will look to share some more detail about my reasons for joining and the reasons for leaving. Suffice it to say that several ghosts, both from my life as a child in the Bosnian War, as well as subsequent service in the Australian Army, have come to haunt me, resulting in the need for deep reflection and exploration of my motivations to serve. Importantly, the transition process out of the Army has brought me closer to the experiences and hardships faced by veterans which so frequently feature in the show. I am very thankful for those insights. Most importantly, 
I remain forever grateful for the experiences I've had the honour of sharing with the many incredible men and women serving the Australian Defence Force. I have always considered service in a nation's defence force to be a noble profession, and although I now look forward to some time to reflect and heal, I know that I will forever remain a soldier in spirit, if not in deed. To those whom I've had the pleasure of serving with, thank you for the many invaluable and varied lessons you've helped me learn throughout my years in uniform. Okay, before I bring this monologue to an end, I want to thank all our incredible guests who have made 2023 the success that it has been. I am grateful for your time, patience, and willingness to share your knowledge so candidly. In today's 24-hour news cycle, when soundbites and hyperbole dominate, it is rare to be afforded an opportunity to hold long-form discussions about war, a topic so crucial to the well-being of mankind. Thank you all very much. Lastly, I want to thank you, our listeners. It is your interest, support, reviews, and sharing of episodes that have made the show what it is today. Thank you for trusting me and our guests with your time, the only resource that can ever be replenished. I don't take your attention for granted and have done my best to ensure that all discussions published provided some additional colour to the otherwise black and white narratives of war that dominate our mainstream and social media channels. I wish you all a safe and merry festive season and a happy new year. Here's to hoping that 2024 will see the rise of enlightened leadership and a reduction in human suffering. Stay safe, stay well, and until we speak again in early February.